I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. Cause I still got a lot of fight left in me. Well, that's a disappointing, disappointing weekend for all this, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it started off uh, with pretty high hopes, and then basically the second quarter happened. Were you a believer in Jaden Daniels or not? Uh, yes, I and thought he'd make sense there. Because I think I think Daniels is good. And Better then I, than any quarterback he had at Notre Dame? Probably. Certainly more talented. More dynamic. He's certainly more, like, gifted. Yes. 21-28, 248 yards. Ran 23 times for 121 yards. Five... I mean, he, they could not do anything with him. And suddenly, you look at a situation where LSU, kind of a sneaky good season, right? Well, I mean... They got like, Alabama next. I mean, let's look. So they had the Florida State loss at the beginning of the year, which wasn't a great loss, but you can still kind of somewhat understand it. And then they lost to Tennessee. I mean, that was kind of my big takeaway from this weekend is that the Tennessee loss now, like, the more and more I think about Tennessee, the more and more impressed I am with that. Do you give LSU much of a chance against Bama? Uh, I mean, they're going to have to score with them, but yeah, I mean, I don't think Alabama is this massive juggernaut that, that we keep thinking that they're going to be. Like, they were impressive this weekend, but it wasn't like you watched them and you thought, like, mm, juggernaut. Uh, and what do you make of, where, where does Ella, where does Ole Miss go from here? Interesting week this week in that you're – Going to AM, and they obviously will we'll get into them in just a moment. But I mean, you know, this is kind of exactly where we thought Ole Miss would be. We knew they had a very soft schedule to open up. They took care of it. They were 7 0, but we still didn't really know one way or the other about them. And they have a young quarterback that they're trying to bring along, and then they're starting to get banged up. And so. I don't know. I still kind of thought it was like an eight and four, nine and three what's the team line? coming into Is there an early, What's the early line on Ole Miss and M? We played AM, of course. Uh, last year beat South Carolina forty-four to fourteen. This year they lose. Well, I mean, the game script could not have been worse for them. I mean, you give up the opening kickoff return, yeah. then you turn it over your first two possessions. Let's see, Ole Miss by two and a half. Texas Ham's three and four. A lot of people really enjoying that. 
It is kind of enjoyable, isn't yeah. it? A lot of people really... It is, and now that you mention it, it's kind of enjoyable. Mm-hmm. A lot of people having a, having a good time with that. Okay, which is more enjoyable? Russell Wilson? Well, well, Jimbo Fisher. Obviously. I know, uh, he didn't play this week, but... I think for me, it's probably Jimbo. That's Jimbo. Because I... I have found myself disliking Russell Wilson more recently than I did beforehand. Like, it's almost like... I didn't dislike Russell Wilson. Yeah, I I didn't dislike him. It seems his teammates did. Yes, and I think now, like, you're getting more and more stories. But, I mean, the that uh, I'd like to really know how bad... Like, they're going over the top with it. He gave it all he could. His hamstrike, he wanted to go so much. wanted to give it for his team, and it's like... I don't know, man. Like, the most obvious thing was, like, he's playing really bad, and, like, you thought he would probably sit it out. So I think with Jimbo that's probably the answer because also with Jimbo, like, you know, people have been saying, like, you kind of need to modernize your offense, dude, and he's refused to do it. <laughs> Alright, what's next? But not a juggernaut. Not a juggernaut? They did this- what they needed to do, but Jeff... They had 290 yards of offense. This is not the, it's not the, it's not the favorite game on Mike Leach's schedule ever. Is no. It? If 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 it's Tennessee and Alabama in the SEC championship game, are you taking Tennessee? I mean, obviously it's a hypothetical. Like you'd have to know like where Who's everyone healthy, is. Yeah, and, and whatnot. But like right. this week, this week, dude, they, they whatever they just, probably. I mean, yeah, probably. Bryce Young played out of his mind. But he played get, out of his mind against Tennessee. That's what I'm saying. To yeah. play against Tennessee. To I, get them to a, in a loss. The thing that, the thing that was... You can't play better than that. The thing that was interesting about that game is, like, Tennessee was the one that kept making mistakes and it didn't really matter. Like, they just kept going. And, like, they played the role of Alabama in that game. And Alabama kind of played the role of the team that's trying to upset them. Like, you have your quarterback that plays out of his mind. And then... It just—it was a superhuman effort, and it didn't quite matter. But you also don't go rich doubting Nick Saban. But the problem with Alabama is they still—that receiver room is still just kind of like meh. I think Tennessee's got the better receivers. Okay, who's next? can't have played this recently. I don't even We've had it in the system, but I don't remember the last time we played it. I don't it. mind it. Someone reminded me, like, they cl- they blatantly ripped off another song, and when you hear it, like, you can't oh, unhear it. Oh, no, it's the last song. Terror Tigers, the last song. Yeah, no, it, it's... Uh, It's down the field. Tennessee's like the Yale song. Anyway, this is Oregon. For yeah. those for those wondering, this is Oregon. They uh, trounced UCLA, forty-five to thirty. Uh, it was the touchdowns on six consecutive drives. It was the Bo Nix blackout game. Well, I was gonna say, there, to me, there are two interesting things here. There's three interesting things here, really. One is. Uh, Bonex was awesome. Yes. Uh, and indeed, since that loss to Georgia, which we're just going to temporarily put over here, uh-huh. 
Since that loss to Nothing Georgia, to see here. Nothing to see. Hey, the, the most improvements between week one and week two. Of course, uh, as we all know. Since, George, since Georgia, he has 17 touchdown passes, one interception, and Oregon has scored 40 points in every single game. He was 22 of 28, 283 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. Are we finally seeing the coming of the Bo Nix era? I wouldn't say that, but I w- what I would say is if you ever – if you were ever uh, the kid that played, like, high-level baseball and you had some friends that were on, like, a, a division below you, in the summer they would occasionally, like, have a, a game where, like, half their team was on vacation and, like, they would ask you to come play for them. And, like, the pitching was a little slower, the game was a little slower – and you're like, man, this is really fun. That's what Bo Nix looks like when he plays in the Pac-12. Like, it's it's not quite as like you don't want to talk yourself into like going like, man, this guy's like really, really good. But it's like the fact that the game isn't quite as physically demanding feels like it really plays into his hands. All right. Secondly, this is not my. Uh, that's mighty Oregon, by the way. This is not my uh, obsession as much as it is yours. Yes, uh, but it is at, because I'm more focused on. As you know, I don't. I don't look in the rearview mirror. Yes, of course. What to do now is Memphis's biggest question. Uh huh. But if you could go back into the way back machine. Yes, yes. Dan Lanning. Uh huh. Interviewed for the job and wanted it. Oh, and not only that, he was the one who blew everyone away in the interviews. Like he blew them away in the interviews. And uh, and so, yeah. And seems to be doing a nice job at Oregon. Uh, here's my larger question, though. Kenny Dillingham yeah. this is his OC. Is he potential head coach cat, uh, uh, material? I mean, he's going to get a head coaching job at some point. The question is... Is the Memphis job going to be open? Oh, I'm not. I, I didn't even say Memphis. Did I, did yeah, I, I, mean, did I say gonna, Memphis? Did I, mean, I, don't, I don't believe I said but Memphis. But with Kenny, I mean, you have to look at it this way. Like, he's an offensive coordinator, so offensive guys always get looks. And they're – what did you say they scored? Was it six straight touchdowns they've there? Scored, they scored six straight – on six straight touchdown drives, and they've scored at least 40 points every game since Georgia. So let me double-check. Uh, points scored this year – uh, Oregon's 11th with 297 points scored. Yeah, he's going to get a look. Uh, okay. And then lastly. No, we have two more. No, no, no. Lastly uh, on this, what's interesting to me about Oregon is that it, it actually is bad for the for the conference. That they're, yes, that they're the, the ones that are kind of like. Because you can't, as much as I want to put the Georgia loss over here. You, you can't, can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. And so, right now, what are we looking at for the playoff? So Georgia Ohio State or Michigan. One of those will win the Big Ten and will be in. Let's just grant that, right? Correct. Okay. And then the question is, do two of them get? And then, and then Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. Georgia. One, one of those will win the SEC and be in. Correct. So you have to consider TCU still undefeated. Clemson is Clemson had a big win over Syracuse and is I don't see a loss on that schedule now. Yeah, They're not that great. 
when you get when you start dealing with definites though in Clemson, that's when you can kind of get burned, especially when they struggle on offense like they do. Um, but yes, I, I I think Clemson has the chance of running the table there. So that we've got three. So the question is, does the fourth team does the fourth team wind up being one of the SEC teams? Does it wind up being one of the What's, in what circumstances is there only one SEC team? TCU goes undefeated. Clemson goes undefeated. And what has to then happen in the SEC? Like in the SEC, whoever wins the league ends up winning. Okay, but what if like what if the the, the easiest way to to dismiss the SEC number two contender would be here? I'll I'll give you a yeah. scenario. Georgia goes undefeated, beats Tennessee. Georgia then beats Alabama. Yeah. Then you don't take a second in the SEC team. You yeah. can take Tennessee as the second SEC team. That would be it. But it would be Tennessee up against either because Alabama at that point would have another loss. It's not right. Alabama's out. So at that point, it's either a one-loss Tennessee team that lost to Georgia, which right. would be the number one seed, will be going up against TCU, Clemson. Well, Clemson, I think if Clemson goes undefeated, I think they get in no matter what. Okay, so Clemson's in. So that's your third team. So that's your third team. So then it'll be either a one-loss Tennessee, Tennessee team, team or, or undefeated, undefeated TCU. TCU. Or one loss. There's no Oregon. way an R one loss Oregon gets over a one loss Tennessee team. Well, and especially if they when play you consider close. I, I imagine Tennessee's going to play closer than Correct. closer than that. Correct. And I also don't think TCU is going undefeated. Okay, who's next? Speaking of. Down 28 to 10. They're plucky. Yes, as long as they can play someone's third quarterback, they're good. And it did help that they, okay, technically it did help that TCU got to play the third string quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Will Howard technically came back in the game, but like from the point that he got hurt, it was like. It was done. Yes. But I mean, they still put up another 500 yards of offense. They scored. Like I'm not, I'm not like a TCU hater. It's just, I just don't see how that team's going undefeated in a league in a league where there's a lot of parity. No, I think, and if you're Tennessee, you don't want them to, and I don't think they will. Yeah, I, I just, I still plucky, plucky win, seven and zero. They're a good football team. They're a good football team, and they made a good hire. Like that's if you want to talk about the things that you should be excited about, it's like, okay, you've gotten the results early that your coach is a good coach. Very good. Yes, you got rid of a legend and you replaced yeah. him with a, and you upgraded. Yeah, you upgraded from where from the where legend were, was. Yeah. Yes, like that's that to me is a big story. And you're gonna win a, I mean, what? You're already at eight wins. Like you're gonna win probably double digit games. Who's next? Speaking of family affairs, okay, we had to go find this one. This one was not one that was just readily in the system. Put a xylophone in there. Let's, let's hear it. It's funny, as much as we see their basketball team on TV, and there's a pep band there, right? Yep. This is utterly unfamiliar. Correct. You, you could just say generic fight song that you needed, like, you didn't have the rights to any fight song, so this would be like, okay, yeah, I just need a song that sounds like a fight song. Duke beats the, beats the snot out of Miami, out of the U. 
Uh, 45-221. Listen, eight turnovers will help any team. Eight freaking turnovers. I think it was there, six straight there, possessions. There may be there may be games this year where the basketball team doesn't force eight turnovers. For sure. Uh, and uh, unlikely. But possibly. Uh, they play Virginia, right? They play Virginia. Yeah, there, there may be there may be games. They get eight turnovers. The Vegas had their win total, Duke's win total, at three. Yep. They're one, we're one game away from bowl eligibility. And this is more like most people who look at that game see the disaster that is Miami more than the triumph that is Duke. Like, what the hell is going on there? Is, is, is he, in fact, all recruiting, no coaching? So this was one of the most bizarre games I watched all weekend. You would, you know, if you're watching multiple games, you would look up about like every 10 seconds and then you would see Duke again, like in scoring position. You're like, wait, is that a replay? Is that what, and then you started realizing like, oh no, Miami just kept turning it over. I mean, this is kind of the problem with Cristobal. Cristobal can do everything that the job requires with the exception of game day. He's not a good game day coach, and he doesn't. Like, yet again, here we are. We have another quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke that a lot of people were high on. All of a sudden, Mario Cristobal's offense gets in there, and he looks like he can't play. At what point is it a coincidence? Among the teams that we could have honored, Jeffrey, I didn't out of deference to you. Mm-hmm. Liberty beats BYU 41-14. to Yes. 7-1 and one this year is Hugh Freeze and the Liberty Flames. Only loss to Wake. Now, mind you, they got uh, Arkansas coming up next. So that may be a little tricky. Do you think Hugh Freeze ends up at Auburn? And, and what happens with Dion, by the way? Dion, the game day is going uh, to Jackson, Jackson State. State next weekend. That's kind of a cool story. I think with Auburn, uh, it's— What happens to Dion and what happens to Hugh Freeze and what happens with Auburn? I think with Auburn, it's too soon to tell because they still haven't hired— They do seem like they want to hire an AD. And so the question is going to be for me is, like, if they're going to hire an AD, are they going to let the AD run his own search? History would suggest no. And if if history is to be believed— I think right now the boosters have decided that they want Hugh Freeze. I still think we have a long way to go before that, but I definitely I'm taking notice of the these big facts. Uh, number one, you don't see Hugh on Twitter right now, and that means he's being restrained and behaving Correct. himself. Yep. Correct. He's not sliding in DMs. He's not. He's he's <laughs> he's not challenging people. He's not calling anyone out. He's correct. Not, yeah. He there. I do know this that a lot of people around him have always preached to him, ironically, be a football coach. Be a football coach. When you're a football coach, you're pretty good at it. Be a football coach. And this year, he's being a football coach. And I'm I'm certainly paying attention to that because I do think— Do you thi- think he will do a good job at Auburn if he gets a job? I think he'll do—he'll be fine. Like, if Gus Malzahn—he'll be like Gus Malzahn. They're going to be very similar. Like, so he'll have years where they win some games, but he does not—I will say this. He does not have a schematic advantage like when he got the Ole Miss job. Everyone is running the same thing he is. So how will he, de- how will he be in the NIL uh, era? Because in the end, it's interesting. I, do you believe, let me ask you this fundamental question. Is it a coach's responsibility, even though you're not technically allowed to be involved with the sure. NIL? Is it a coach's responsibility to make sure that your program is properly resourced from the NIL perspective? 100%. I would actually maybe argue job one. It's funny. Going back to Ryan real quickly, that to me is the biggest, more than like things he's done on the field, whatever. Yep. 
Whenever he talks about the NIL, he talks, transfer about, portal. he talks about how this is not the job I got, right? Yeah. He bemoans the state of the world. If John Calipari were a football coach and he were the Memphis football coach, would he be bemoaning the state of the world? No, he would just go get the money. He, he would take advantage of the yes. state of the world. He would say, oh, this is the system. How can I make it work for me? Correct. The most important job for a football coach right now is getting NIL money and recruiting. Yes. And it, it used to be recruiting. It's always been recruiting. Right, but it's but, just we've but, changed the we've but, changed but we've changed the rules and so we really the most haven't. important we've, just, we've, we've made more it formalize them. them. And the most important thing that you can do, that's the most important thing you can do. And and so I asked with Hugh Freeze, will he be good at that? I would think he'd be good at that. Yes, because of the the preaching stuff, you know, the Yeah, but he'll be fine at it. The problem I always had with Hugh is I don't think outside of receivers, I don't think he's a great talent identifier. I think I think he I think he definitely falls in love with like stars, stars and rankings. Right. Yep. I I don't think he is himself a great evaluator. Um like if you look at quarterback evaluation, like when he was after high school kids, like his high school record's not good. Um you know, the best quarterbacks he had, like one was, you know, he was at Arkansas State with him. He didn't want him, uh, let him go, and then needed him to come back. Same thing with, like, Chad Kelly. Like, he thought he was Ryan Buchanan or Devontae Kincaid were going to be good quarterbacks. He, Bo Wallace gets hurt. They have to, like, run the team and practice before the Egg Bowl. And he's like, these kids can't play. Well, then all of a sudden he's desperate and he goes and gets Chad Kelly. Shea Patterson, everyone else was kind of backing off of him. And right. all of a sudden, like, he, he goes, stars. yes. If you had to bet. Does he get the Auburn job? Will he be at Auburn? I think he'd need to bet no, but this is the closest I'd be to betting yes, is how okay. I'd say. And uh, what's going to happen with Dion? I think he's going to get Power 5 offers. I think the question is going to be, is it a job he wants? Like, I don't think FSU is going to crater. And the question for me is, does he have his eyes set on Power 5, or does he have his eyes set on Florida State? And to me, like, that's a legitimate question. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.